This is episode number 16 of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. We're talking about God's will for you is prosperity and abundance. If you don't believe in prosperity and abundance, get ready to be mad. This podcast is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where we look at the habits and strategies of world-changing entrepreneurs to achieve real results. Today is about the power of you. Are you ready to go to the next level while you're at the right spot? Finding a solution to become the greatest. And now, here's your host, Mike Holmes. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, guys? We are back and we are talking about God's will for you is abundance and prosperity. Now, when I say you, I am talking about you as a born again child of God. I'm talking about you have made Jesus the Lord of your life and you are going to heaven and you read your Bible and you are Holy Ghost filled. I am talking to you. I am talking to you and telling you that God's will for your life is prosperity and abundance. Like I said in the intro, there are going to be people who are not with that. There are going to be people who say, Mike, oh my God, you're one of those prosperity teachers. You're one of those people who get up and talk about God's will for you is abundance. Well, let me clear that up right now. I absolutely am. I absolutely am. I don't have a, a, a ministry. I don't have a, a, a 501c3 or anything like that. But I definitely believe that God's will for my life and for your life is that of abundance. So let's put that out there right now. Let's not go around it. Let's actually just tell the truth. This is what I believe. So that's not what you believe. And you are the, I don't even know the word how to say it. If you are uh, diametrically opposed to that, this would not be the episode for you. But for the rest of you, for the rest of you who might be thinking, maybe there is something more that I'm supposed to do. Maybe there is something more that I'm supposed to have. Maybe there is more that God has for me. This is your episode. So I'm making some bold claims. Let's go to the word of God. Word of God says in Philippians chapter four, verse 19, and my God will liberally supply, fill to the full, your every need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. First thing about that scripture, your God is rich. He is not broke. He is not on welfare. He does not owe anybody. He is not wondering how he's going to make it day to day. And he's not wondering if he's going to be late for work. He is rich. He is completely rich. He, the rich God, created a rich universe and a rich earth and created you with all of his riches. So, and he's good, by the way. So if he's also good and he's rich, he wants you to be good and he wants you to be completely supplied. Paul is basically saying that my God will liberally, liberally, not grudgingly, not, oh my gosh, you need more money. No, my God will liberally supply to the full your every need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That is what he wants to do for you. Right. 
liberally supplied, filled to the full. Like, for instance, if you were rich, you're not going to be stingy with your children. At the end of the day, you're not going to spoil your children, but you're not going to be stingy with them. You know, if, you, if your son asks for meat, you're not going to give him a stone or anything like that. You, you're just not going to do that if you're a good parent. You're not going to do that. It's the same way that you wouldn't do that. God wouldn't do that. So your God's wish is to liberally supply and fill to the full your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Now, now if you go over to Isaiah, though, in Isaiah 119, it says, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Now, that word willing oftentimes with people has the connotation or the definition of being a passive word, very passive. Like if you're kind of willing to do it, yeah, I guess I'm willing to do it, da 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 But that is not what your God is talking about. Willing is an active word. It involves a decision. Willing, I am willing to get in the best shape of my life. I am willing to maximize my income potential. I am willing to make this marriage work. I am willing to do what it takes to get to a designated goal. Willing is an active word. It involves a decision. But if you look at that, that, um, that verse, Isaiah 119, you look at it from the, the Living Bible translation, it says, if you will only let me help you, if you will only obey, then I will make you rich. Now, just in case those people who are, are still on are still listening to this, this is where most people really get pricked in the heart. It's the truth. Because most people do not want to be rich. They don't. Most people would like to be rich. They'd wish to be rich. They'd like more money. They'd like what money has to bring and, 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 and the options that money has. It's the truth. But most people do not want to be rich. Most people want to be comfortable. I'd rather be comfortable. I just want to be comfortable. I don't need too much. I just need to be comfortable. Right? The problem is, the problem is this. Your God has never called you to be comfortable. Nowhere in the word of God does it say that he's called us to be comfortable. In fact, he has not called us to be comfortable. He has called us to be fruitful, to be fruitful. Now, again, I realize everybody doesn't want to be rich and I'm not trying to force that on anybody. I'm not talking to everybody. But for the people who do have that desire, your God has not called you to be comfortable. He has called you to be fruitful. To be fruitful is to get you outside of your comfort zone so that you can do something that you would never otherwise have done. Dreams die in the, the barriers of comfort zones. Your dream will die in your comfort zone. Your God, when he gives you a dream, it is always going to be fulfilled outside of your comfort zone. Do you get me? Basically, it's also what Jesus talked about when he talked about a, a corn of wheat. Because Jesus said in John 12, 24, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Now, in the message, it says it a little bit better. He said, listen carefully. 
unless a grain of wheat is buried in the ground dead to the world, it is never any more than a grain of wheat. But if it is buried, it sprouts and reproduces itself many times over in the same way anyone who holds on to life just as it just as it is destroys that life. But if you let it go reckless in your love, you'll have it forever. You'll have it forever. God's will for you, my friend, is to be fruitful. To be fruitful literally means to be successful. A seed that is not fruitful is not successful. A seed that is able to get the most out of itself is fruitful and therefore very successful. Your God's desire for your life is that of success. Now, whether your definition definition be riches or not, it, 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 it's very rare that you can just be successful and not be fruitful or be have a little bit of have a little, little bit of money in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? But look, I want to give you this last scripture. I want to give you the scripture from Leviticus. It's in uh, Leviticus 26, verse four and five. And then it's going to nine and ten. God said, I will give you the rain in due season and the land shall yield her increase and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit and the threshing time shall reach to the vintage and the vintage time shall reach the sowing time and you shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land securely. Verse nine, for I will be leaning toward you with favor and regard for you, rendering you fruitful multiplying you and establishing and ratifying my covenant with you. And you shall eat the abundant old store of produce long kept and clear out the old to make room for the new. In other words, God is saying that I am going to be leaning towards you with such an abundance. I am going to be leaning towards you with such increase. And I'm going to be leaning towards you with such surplus that you won't even understand People around you won't even understand how blessed and how fortunate you, you are. And I'm trying to tell you this, that your success is not just based on you. It is based on the God who is with you. It is based on following his wills, his principles, his ways. And God will do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask with them. But I promised that one last verse, but I can't stop there. I'm going to give you one more. I got to give you one more. I got to give you one more. I have to. Psalms 105, verse 37 in the Amplified or the Classic Amplified. He brought forth Israel forth also with silver and gold. And there was not one feeble person among their tribes. That word feeble in the Hebrew literally means there was not one pauper among their tribes. If we look at a certain commentary, it's called the Tehillim Commentary. One rabbi said the lowliest among the children of Israel brought 90 donkeys laden with silver and gold when he left Egypt. They go on in that commentary to say the pauper is a man who has become impoverished and stumbled from his original level. No Jew who left Egypt could be described as a pauper because all were enriched by possessions of their oppressors. When the Jews left Egypt... There was not one poor person among them and not one sick person among them. And if the great God who did that for them. What do you think he would do for you in this new covenant? And you they were ratified with blood, the blood of goats and bullocks. 
How about you ratified with the precious blood of Jesus? That being said, for more, if you're interested in more, just go to tithehacker.org where I share with you guys how I changed my life with a tithing experiment and how God was able to do more in my life than I could have done on my own. And so right now, I just want to thank you. Talk to you later. Have a blessed one.